Hey guys, what's going on? It's Jeff. A quick note before the show begins. The audio from these podcasts mostly come from live video YouTube streams on my channel. They may vary in quality from show to show and reference visual content not described to you, the listener. I'm sorry about that. If you prefer video to go with this audio, head over to youtube.com backslash from us, F-R-U-M-E-S-S for the whole enchilada. Who doesn't like a whole enchilada anyway? Good evening, Christopher. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, you know, same sandwich, different cheese. It's okay. You'll feel better tonight. <laughs> it's a special movie tonight. Oh, boy. What a movie indeed. A movie it's, indeed it is. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Okay. I like it a lot. Let me rephrase that. I'm not going to say it's so good. I like it a lot. Um, what's the movie? Uh, give us a little intro. Dear God, here. no. Dear God, no. <laughs> Dear God, no. It is a 70s style exploitation film shot on film. And if I recall correctly, it is old film. Um, I'll have to double check on that. But it's like as as um the director, writer, creator, James Bicker stated, he wanted to do something that fit in at the end of the biker cycle in the 70s, like mid-70s, when they were like doing all kinds of crazy shit, just you know, like like any other genre. They start inventing things and right. shoehorning things in to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like Werewolf on Wheels is a great example of that. Right. right. Great opening. Or Psychomania. Psychomania is another one. Yeah. <laughs> the least threatening biker gang ever. Look, uh, the, my favorite. That's my favorite biker gang of all time. And they have the best yeah. folk song. They have such a great folk, like a folk hero song for their uh, leader. Fearless yeah. leader. <laughs> I like how he's, I know where, I like how he's buried with his head above the yeah. hole in the ground. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. That's, you know. But a great sound, great score. Yeah, but, yeah. No, yeah, I like that good. one. I like that one. Um, but dear God, no. Dear God, no. Bikers, strippers, Bigfoot. I mean. Well, yeah, that was. So bike. I was having a lot of trouble fo- following the plot of this. Uh, of this film well let first i will say this i this film did uh i did not connect with this film it did not rub me the right way uh I, in general i'm not really much of an exploitation film kind of guy i understood what he was going for i was wondering if he had shot it on film or not it looked like it was shot on film um, absolutely the uh what what i the, i guess the thing that i appreciated the most about dear god no was how the dialogue reminded me of an early John Waters film. It almost felt like he was, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the deliveries on some of these lines, it just looked like something out of uh, female trouble or desperate living or even pink flamingos, which absolutely gets uh, referenced. You could tell James is a big pink flamingos fan from this film. Big time. Oh, mama don't yeah. want to miss happy hour. <laughs> yeah just well he talks about like who's the filthiest 
person of all, you know, which is, you know, Babs is, uh, you know, Divine's whole trip. And then, of course, in this movie, though, this guy takes a syringe full of heroin and shoots it into a bullet hole. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I mean, sense. I mean, I've never been shot or shot up heroin. Yeah. But it makes sense to me. Like, yeah, all right. Um, that'll, that'll lessen the pain. No, I don't know. I I feel like that's the last I, thing I you want know. to stick in a bullet hole. I mean, you know, there's so many ridiculous over the top things. It's like, it's like, dude is like, uh, here, let me just try and upset you. I'm going to uh, something in this movie. We're going to find something in this movie that you'll find offensive or upsetting and just packs it in all, all the way. Just trying to do every uh, uh, pull a page out of every trick in the book sort of thing, you know? Anybody listening, if you have ever been shot, I would like to know, one, how badly it hurts, and two, would you consider shooting heroin there to make it better? Yeah. Kind of curious or morphine, Anything. Yeah. Would you consider sticking milk a of the poppy? What about some milk of better? What about what? what about some what about some milk of the poppy? What the fuck is that? You've never seen Game of Thrones? Of course, I've seen Game of Thrones. I don't pay attention. Yeah, myself. when you know, when uh, when when old dude is dying, he's like, "Yo, let me get some milk Which of the poppy." Old guy, everybody fucking dies. <laughs> old dude is like, and that's like saying that asshole in Game of Thrones. Oh my god! Which Wait, one? what are the what do you call the guys in the flowing robes in Game of Thrones? The um the maesters. He's a maester for uh House of Stark at Winterfell, and he's dying. Okay. Okay. And as he's dying, I forget who comes to his side, but they're like, he's like, bring me milk of the poppy. Milk of the poppies. Yeah. So I feel like maybe you pour some milk of the poppy in that that bullet hole. All right. So what is the plot of this movie? <laughs> um, it's a little scattered. Yeah, exactly. It, it is, but it's not. Actually. No, it's totally so in scattered. Short, in short, you know, this biker gang is hired to go basically get this chick kidnapper it all you know but she's there with her dad and they have some friends over because they're having a great scientific discovery and it all goes to shit i mean in short that's really it man i you you're you are you're an astute observator i'm surprised you pulled as much out as of that as you did, yes. I, I, I made this movie. I, I, I discovered it after it had already funded and everything else, and it was done. And it was just like, oh my god, where's this movie been? It's actually when I, when I first started Simple Celluloid, um, when I first started covering like new films because I yeah. only did old stuff just so I could tell people how awesome it was and that they were stupid. Um, this was one of the first, and it come out, so it's like one of the first new movies I covered. Um, I mean, I I could see why you like this movie because it's you like you like exploitation films, you it's like Grindhouse. Yeah, Dude, I, I, I was get like it. Eleven years old, seeing first of all, shit was on TV. We had tits on TV. Like if it was in a trailer, it was you know in the commercial, it was on TV. Um. Usually the sex scenes they would just zoom in on. I mean, the yeah. stuff was so much. What what's that meme? Family films were a lot pornier when I was a kid. Yeah, there's there's 
there's some truth to that actually. Um, it's just it's the stuff I grew up on, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, my mom dated mostly bikers and truckers. So everything about that is part of my upbringing. Like I can completely relate to it. It's absurd. I'm not gonna tell you it's real because <laughs> it's not, but it's you know I assumed you watched Sons of Anarchy it. too, right? You you were a Sons of Anarchy fan, yeah. Yeah. I watched that whole show. You know, people either love it or they hate it. Yeah, that's ain't that the truth. Did you stick with Mayans or not really? No. Yeah, fell off for me hard. I I watched the first what two seasons or three? I I made it into like four episodes, and I was was just like, no, I watched it all. I haven't watched the current season because, just like a lot of things, with you know everything that's gone on in the world and all the delays, I right. just haven't come back to it yet. Right. I'll watch the whole current season. I'll get to it. But yeah, it's like, you know, everything, you're in a routine, you know, okay. And next year, boom, like clockwork, but we've had, we've had a lull. So I haven't come back to it yet. I don't, I kind of watch out a sense of obligation and because I have a friend who's one of the producers behind the camera or yeah. one of the writers and whatnot behind the camera. Um, but I'm not emotionally invested like I was in Sons. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, the Sons of Anarchy was doing like Hamlet. It was like Hamlet and Sopranos on bikes, you know? Well, I I actually have a biker question, but let me, we'll ask you, I'll ask you that later on in the episode. Let's, let's, uh, let's get through Dear God No, and then I'll, 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 I'll circle back with my, I have a biker biker Dear God No! What? Oh, dear God. God no! I mean, I I could see you. Like, was like, what like should I call this movie? It. What should I call this movie? It's the perfect name for actually, everything. It's not that Madeline happened. who says that. Actually, it's that it's the pregnant woman who says that. Yeah, she does say that, uh, and she is pregnant up to a point. Up to a point, she is pregnant, and then, um, she's and not. Then she's not right. Um, what would you say? Is again, as I was watching this, I just kept going like, you know, it's, you know, they're just, it's trying to get your goat, trying to be more like every time I'm like, oh, that's the most outrageous thing in this movie. And then it's like, nope, we'll do something even more outrageous, <laughs> starting with naked, topless um, uh, chicks with uh, machine guns and like, I guess, monkey heads. <laughs> well, there's a Nixon mask. There's, yeah, just for like the no reason. Monster mask completely unexplained no oh okay first of all it doesn't need to be explained it's because it's sexy no let me tell you something christopher if you didn't like this movie that would be your very first complaint if i like this movie and you didn't like this movie and i and 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 i said chris why don't you like this movie your first complaint would be like well there were there were ladies and freaking eight masks and they were topless and it didn't make any sense and I didn't like it. That's the first thing you would say to me and you know it and that's why you're smiling not, right Totally now. not true. <laughs> totally. You have no idea the amount of kink that I have. It's not, it's not about kink. It's not about it, kink. I like it's about, that kind of weird shit. I, listen, I, I like weird shit too but... Not, no, you don't. Yes, I do. You like Stephen King weird shit. No, I, like I watch Parker all sorts of bizarre. Shit. I like all sorts of bizarre weird movies. You ever this seen movie Little? Is the, 
What? No. You ever see Little Otik? That's pretty bizarre. You ever seen Der Bunker? That movie. Okay, Der Bunker is one of the most batshit, loony, insane films I've ever seen. I mean, but it's just it so weird. Yes, it has more of a plot than Dear Dear God. No, no. It did. Oh my God. Yes. Biker gang on the run is hired by a local to kidnap a woman whose father is conducting genetic experiments and is about to break into the world. One of these genetic experiments lives in the jungle behind it. Oh my <laughs> God, it's complex and layered. Yes. Oh, so complex. Oh so, oh, so complex and layered. Hey, just um, because it's complex and layered does not mean <laughs> it's a fucking Oscar winner. No, uh, listen, I like films that are not Oscar winners. But okay, so what is let's let's um let's rank uh what are the top three most outrageous things in this movie? Oh, outrageous as in like everything outrageous, offensive, I mean just off the wall well, okay so here's the thing I, you know i was thinking about the word offensive Define as i was outrageous. watching it i was mm -hmm. i was yeah okay good point define outrageous here's the here's the problem with defining outrageous as it relates to this film as well as uh trying to quantify what's offensive because you know you know if you were to just show this to like a slice of life today everybody would be like that's the most outrageous offensive movie ever made but like if you show it to someone who understands nuance, they're going to go quite clearly like none of this should be deemed offensive in the sense that it's be, it's clearly being done to be outrageous and offensive. It's like it's just like trying to push your buttons in the first place. And if you yeah, let it push I, your buttons, then you're then you're then you're a square. Like if I you understand with that. Why? Only because, because just because something is said purposely to be shocking, outrageous, or you know, get your goat, raise your hairs, get your, get your it, goat. That's the perfect way to describe you know, it. It doesn't mean that it's not. It's just it's done with intent. But you know, like for know, instance, we get it. We oh. get out of nowhere. They're just all of a sudden. There's just like this random, like like Nazi plot. In the, in the middle of the movie, there's like a Nazi Frankenstein. And I'm just like watching this and I'm like, this is absolutely friggin ridiculous. I love how you it have a that's up the sequel. Frankenstein created bikers. That was a colonel. That was a colonel in there to set up the sequel. Jeff's frozen now. Oh, well. The Frankenstein plot is awesome because it sets up the sequel, and it's it's cool. And the sequel is Frankenstein Creative Bikers, which you need to watch these two movies as a double. Oh, he's back! Wait so that a bitch when hear. that happens. Yeah, can you? Can't now? hear you. There you are. I don't know what happened. Something dropped. Yeah. Anyway, um. I was just saying how you have a switchblade. You have a switchblade, and I have a switch no, I have spork. A butterfly knife. You have a butterfly knife, oh, yes. and I have a butterfly spork. <laughs> wow, is that part of your Batman utility belt? I kind of wish it was. Wouldn't it be perfect? I could see Adam West pulling that out. Uh, he totally. This this would be an Adam West kit, one hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. Ace. No 
Ace says that he had no idea that Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein, Dear God, no, has yeah. a sequel, which is Frankenstein created bikers. Yeah, yes, well, I assumed. Well, I mean, it's a bike. They're both biker films. I assumed that it there might be some overlap or something in there, right? Ace, we're gonna have to have like a a double bill when you when, you know whenever when we meet in LA or you get out here or something that needs to happen. Chink. Well, make Kimber Parish watch it too. Chink. Um, did you feel that the dialogue was very John Waters esque? No, but it's only because I don't like John Waters. I don't watch John Waters. Oh, I it's I find it surprising that you don't like John Waters, but you you like this film. You can't like, like this film. You can't like. You can't not like John Waters and like this film. It just doesn't. It. John it, Waters is a different kind of gross. Um. No. I I find them utterly disgusting. Mm. I like John Waters, but I don't like his films. Plain I think. Simple. I think um, Ace is ready for your double feature. <laughs> um, awesome. I, I see. <laughs> I, I I think that like again like I'm just listening to all the lines delivered and again. It's like John Waters dialogue in a very, you know, I, I would also say that there's definitely a lot of trauma, as I told you in our WhatsApp uh, chat. Yeah. There's definitely some trauma going on over here. And, you know, trauma's all fun and fine. You know, when I was like 15, I'm just not, you know, I, I, I have a special place in my heart for trauma, but like, I, I don't know. I, I, I like if I sit down, like I can't watch those newer trauma movies are harder for me to watch. I can watch. They're can always. Yeah, I can revisit the Toxic Avenger with 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 waxing nostalgia, you know, class Newcomb High. But it's I don't I have, I have a, a, a low threshold tolerance for the newer uh, trauma stuff that has come out or films that are under the trauma banner in general. Tro- trauma kind of ended, honestly, with Sergeant Kabuki Man. No, Tromeo and Juliet. Tromeo and Juliet. Dude, Terra Firmer and Citizen Toxie are great. And I would even go so far as to say... What's the top of four? No, Citizen Toxie came out in 2000. I would even say this. I'll push it a little bit further. Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead was the last thing that I saw and had a good time watching. But that that was as late as 2006. Okay. See, my whole thing with trauma is it always all the lines, or most of the lines usually deliver tongue-in-cheek, like really badly, wink-wink in front of the camera. Look at me, I'm saying something stupid. Just like this and film. This movie, this movie doesn't do that. They, oh, absolutely they play doesn't. straight. The dialogue nope. is silly, but they're not saying it tongue-in-cheek, and they're, they're not to- saying yes, it they laughing are. at the camera. I yes, they are. I completely disagree with I you. I completely disagree with you. That's what, this is the spice of our show, though. This is what, wouldn't it be well, boring how? If, if Chris it's and I... It, every scene, the whole freaking movie, it it, 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 the entire thing is just compo- comprised of uh, like it's literally like Jeff, pick a scene, every one. That's my answer. Is every oh single my scene? Um, I mean, just the lines are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and then for me, going back to the idea of like uh, offensive versus outrageous versus qualifying, that's is right. there anything that's actually offensive or not? And I mean, we we get to this part where they're basically trying to like emulate what happened to Sharon Tate in in the Manson murders, and it's, it's just offensive. like it's it's just it's abs- yeah. But when I'm watching it, I, you know, when I think of what happened to Sharon Tate, like it, 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 it's a very somber, serious, sad, tragic thing. Like that I that I think about. Like when I'm watching this, and I'm I'm just like I'm laughing hysterically at the ridiculousness. 
of of how extreme it's going just to try and elicit a reaction like it's just so it's so over the top that it's like you can't even you can't even be offended by it you can't go oh well that's just uncalled for um i would say probably the looseness and again they're supposed to be outlaw bikers i guess but and this is 2011 but i'd say just all the 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 talk about uh you know just just using you know the the proudly boasting of being like a rapist i think is probably to me the the tackiest the, the tackiest parts of that dialogue i just was like oh like that was probably the worst um everything else the the even the nazi stuff i i just kind of rolled my eyes at the uh uh, the again the share the emulating of Sharon Tate's murder I just sort of was like all right this is ridiculous this is goofy See, I didn't even think of Sharon in that entire scene oh yeah dude that was what that's what that I mean think about it it's it's a but it's he's you, you you can't say that for sure you'd have to ask him oh See, I like I don't think I have to ask no. a woman who's ever been stabbed and had a baby torn out I. At, at first of all, I don't know if that is that what actually happened to Sharon Tate. I don't know the full details. They didn't tear the they didn't pull the baby out. Right. But it was like her. 91 times or something. I mean, it was just ridiculously. I mean, they they really did just it, it was brutal. In any case, I don't know. you don't you I know you're not telling me about Manson. I put my point it, well, I'm surprised that you've that that didn't even come to your mind because I'm watching it because I'm watching a movie. I'm when I'm watching a movie, I'm watching a movie. I do yeah. not think about real life at oh, all. Oh, it's that is just Manson, Manson, Manson. That is steeped in 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 the uh, tragic uh, the the tragic murder of of Sharon Tate is steeped in it. And you know what? That's what this movie is. It's a pastiche of all these things of exploitation, of grindhouse, of biker movies, of you know like '70s style films um you know uh uh like russ meyer nudity and um manson you know there's like a whole sub as you well as you know there's a whole subgenre of manson films either literally doing the story of the manson murders or something that's invocative of the manson murders and all of that including bigfoot all of that stuff gets mixed in to this film but it's so fun this film yeah, I. It's it was a it was a time. chore. It was a chore for me. Was I'm it more a chore than other movies that we could talk about? Um, like like what? I can't say them. Those movies. That uh, movie. I I don't know what movie you're referring to. Well, yes, you do. So don't even lie. Is it more of a chore than that? Um, no. Not at all. Those are fun to watch because of how, like, especially if you have a group of friends. Like, you need a group of friends. You get this you get a couple of pizzas. with a group of friends. This movie would work better with a group of friends. It was kind of like it, it, it was. It was again. It was a lot. It, it would have been an easier watch if I was watching it with a group of friends. Um, You're fine. I mean, th these bikers just they do have such little value for life. They. Uh, Oh, oh yeah. And then there's a mur there's a murder of a you know what. I can't even say it because we'll get this video will get so buried. It's already buried. We've said so many bad words already. Uh, that you know that they murder they murder a you know what on the side of a road. <laughs> like it's just literally the movie is going. Hey, does this upset you? How about this? How about this? How about this? <laughs> 
If you're talking to a white, I think you're tough me out. That was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I know it was your I know it was your favorite scene in the movie. And you want to know something? Of all the of I don't all like the films, those things. you want to know something? Of all the what? films in the world that depict that depict that in a very serious kind of way, I'm actually paying this film a compliment in that kind of way. I would rather watch that scene than any other scene that inflicts harm on you know what, uh, in that kind of way. So how about that? I don't have that problem. Yeah, we I'll know you do. That stuff all day long. That's you know those things are vile. They're parasites that feed off your youth, your finances. Did you, are you a fan? Tell me, are you a fan of Cannibal Holocaust? <laughs> you like Cannibal no. Holocaust? Why? No, because one, it's just not very good. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't like them killing animals on screen for real. No, but, no, you know, no, no. But mostly on top of that, it's just not very good. Well, I can't watch there it. You go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you know what you're going to say to that. What? <laughs> in any case in any case um mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know oh uh, what else do you have to say about sure i'm on is that guy you're talking about on game of thrones who maester amon thank the you guy you're talking about on game of thrones yes you're yes welcome. i'm talking about yeah and he no 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 i'm not no i'm not he, Ma- master aemon is Whatever. up at the wall and he is the he he gave up the right to be the king, and he went to go be the ma- maester of the of the Night's Watch, and he is the last living relative of John Snow as a Targaryen. For, is he the one that asked for that? No, he's blind, wow. and he gave up the throne, and that's what allowed Daenerys Targaryen's bloodline to you know uh, rule. But his bloodline would have been, you know, of the branch on the family tree. It would have been him. And it was his brother or something. So she's like his great. Gr- she is her. He is her great, great, great uncle or something. What? I don't need all the history. It's not a Game of Thrones night. But I yeah. think you're wrong. No. But we'll, we'll double check it. And we'll get back to you next week with Jeff apologizing for being wrong. Um. This would not be the first time that I was right in a situation. That's all I'll say. Uh, so let me ask you this question. <laughs> let me ask you a question about um, about biker cuts, because okay. here you seem to be knowledgeable. Um, what one of I think uh, there was a great scene in Game of in uh, Sons of Anarchy where uh, guy is wearing a cut, and one of the Sons of Anarchy guys comes up to him and is like, "You got to take that off or something." And it happens in one of the earlier seasons. And then I saw I a video. About. Well, I saw a video, and this was a real video. This was like a viral video. It was like a real-life video. Some biker guy comes up to a dude wearing a Sons of Anarchy vest at a gas station. And he's recording the guy. And he goes, listen, you need to take that off because you can't wear that because you're not in a biker gang. And the guy's like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, I, he's like, my girlfriend bought this for me. We're fans of Son of Anarchy. It was just wearing a son, Sons of Anarchy uh, vest, like a leather vest, merch, you know, that kind of thing. And the biker was like, uh, some, said something about like, um, a lot of people uh, 
make great sacrifices uh, to wear that and, you know, the honor and yada, 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 and you need to take it off or I'm going to beat your ass. And so he, he took it off and I was trying to decide, I wasn't sure if the guy, uh, the guy who he was filming was a goober or if he was a goober for making a big deal about it. Like who's the, who's the bigger, you don't do it. You, you don't do, do, it. do it, but let me, but, but you here's can, my, yeah, sorry, go you ahead. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it, but you are taking your life in your own hands, period. Here's what I understand. It's not like, acceptable. Any outlaw biker that might see a guy wearing a Sons of Anarchy cut, wouldn't he just go like, you know, considering, especially if he's an outlaw and gets into all sorts of crazy stuff or if they're running drugs or something like this, where they don't want to no. draw attention to themselves wouldn't they just sort of like look at that and go, ah, oh, what a goober just sort of be on their no. way. Like not even worry about it. Like who cares? No, it's sons of anarchy. Not, no, I cannot put it to you more plainly than that. Well, that's why Absolutely. I'm asking. I don't know about these things. No, no, you can, you will get your ass fucking beat. You'll hmm. probably have it taken away from you. And yeah. depending on who, what, where, when, why, because it's a crazy world we live in, you could end up dead. You don't, fucking do mm. that is why i would only wear my simple celluloid leather vest at dancing shows really because i can get away with it there i'm backstage i'm wherever yeah. else i can get away with it never yeah. i've not worn it since i've been here in arizona once ace ace agrees with you he's saying that is correct in terms of you do not fucking do it a says a random person with a vest that has a top and a bottom rocker is asking for trouble. I, I, now, again, I don't know about these things. What is a top and a bottom rocker mean? What is that? The strip on the top, which is the um, oh, okay, the club. Gotcha. And the bottom is your territory. Okay, okay. So it's just like the sons of how they have it in the show with Sons of yep. Anarchy and Redwood. Okay. Yeah. So you're literally so it, in a way it's kind of like stolen valor. That's what it is essentially. You're 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 so basically you it's stolen outlaw it. valor. If you look at the t-shirts, most of the merch on that, I don't know about the best, but I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. But most of the t-shirts and stuff that you'd have, the patches, yeah. yes, the patches. Um. <laughs> Most of the, the merch that would that has the you know the whole logo set up or whatever, you'll notice does not have the bottom rocker. It'll say Sons of Anarchy across the top, but it doesn't oh. have the bottom rocker that says Redwood. Oh, how about that? Uh Ace says that his father rode and he grew up around motorcycle culture. So okay. Yeah, he knows. Okay. I don't know. When I was watching this video of this guy, I was just kind of like in my mind, I'm watching it and I'm going like, I get the point of the video is to make the guy look like a do like a goofball. And he was a goofball. He was quite clearly a goofball. But, you know, after I watched all the Sons of Eric and I'm thinking, well, if these guys, you know, these these outlaw guys, like, are they going to really like like, you know, um, go out of their way to sort of uh, make a make a big fuss over like wouldn't they like recognize hey this is a tv show a lot of people you know watch the show and he's just wearing some merch of the show and sort of be on their way as opposed to having to, like really stop and make a it'd be what like i could imagine if it was like a real club 
You know what I mean? Like a like an actual club and you're wearing something you're like, hey, you're not a member of that club. What are you doing? But it's like it's like everybody knows that Sons of Anarchy is a TV show, which is what that's why to me when I saw the video, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess, listen, you guys are setting me straight. No, I don't really I, I honestly don't know about the stuff apart from what I've seen on Sons of Anarchy. And who knows how much of that is real and how much of that is fake, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, on that show, they're not even wearing like leather, really. They they wear very comfortable. They're wearing like hoodies and but baggy jeans. There are baggers now, and that's what they wear. They'll wear jeans. They wear, they wear baggy jeans. They wear tennis shoes. You know, yeah. It's a different culture. Remember one? Um, that's the culture up north too. It's a different world. We're not, you know, we're not in the seventies and eighties anymore. You know, it's yeah. a different lifestyle. So, you know, but the base rules still apply. Right. The base rules still apply. And what's his face was on the show and he was like a real uh, Chuck. Uh, what's his name? Um, Chuck Zito. Chuck Zito. That guy's the real deal. The real. Yeah. The a bad ombre. Not, he's not the only one either. There's the other. I forget his name. Right Sonny now. Bulger. No. Um, he, was, he, he came in the later season. Dude with the long hair. Big dude. I don't remember. Long, straight hair and a beard. He he came in the later season, but he was also, I believe, Exiles Angels. Um, guys, you do not want to fuck with. They bring oh. authenticity to it. Here, Ace says it gets into the gray area with that. It's if here. someone from an outlaw motorcycle club says, "Take that off," take you take it off. I've seen it done. Haha. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like if I was wearing a cut and a and a fucking motorcycle guy i mean i wouldn't be wearing a cut but if i was wearing a cut and a guy was like excuse me take that off i would take it off because i'm <laughs> i'm not gonna sit here and anybody, protest with a guy i'd be like okay anybody's gonna roll <laughs> upon you doesn't care that you're like but i got this off amazon or well that's what the guy was in the, you got to see the video the guy in the video is like what are you talking about this is sons of anarchy I, my, my girlfriend bought this for me and he's like i don't care and you know what was funny? You know what made him a goober even more than that? It was that he was he had a he had a cigarette and he was filling his 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 gas he was uh, gassing up his car. <laughs> he just with, like, with, with a cigarette, dude. With a cigarette in his mouth because he's edgy. I, I guess I don't know because man. he's cheating death. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. I I will say I loved Henry Rollins as the uh, uh, in season two was so. Oh, he's so good. His death scene was so brutal to me. It just shows you how, like, you know, one second you're getting a tattoo, and the next second you're saying goodbye to your son for the last time. That like gutted me. I was just like, oh my lord, like totally deserved what he got but like i just like the just the notion of like having to say goodbye to your son for the last time he said what is he what do you say what are your last words if, don't ever say anything to the police <laughs> okay i'm ready <laughs> nobody he never sees this that's his last words he yep. never sees this boom fuck that's nuts um so what is your favorite part of of well, uh dear god no Thank you. We never, you never defined outrageous. So I'll just say three, what's the three most outrageous moments? Yeah, for you. Bigfoot, period. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. The, the pregnancy rape murder scene. Yeah. And 
Let's see. And the so line, and the line that the director, who also stars in the movie, says when he's when he's doing the when he's doing the act, he says, "I don't know, I'm even going to say it on air, but he says like the worst thing <laughs> you could literally ever say." Like, I I like we just said, like, you know, it's funny. Like you literally just said the worst possible thing that could like ever happen in the world. Like, I can't think of anything like worse than like, that is so bad. Well, there's more nope. worse things too, but it was really bad, but we'll put it in the top just, 10. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll put it in the top 10 of like worst things that can happen, I, I guess. And, and then <laughs> somehow, somehow it's made worse by this line that is said that I'm not going to repeat. Um, but let's just say if you've seen a Serbian film, you, you might have an idea uh, as to what I am referring to. Um, and if you haven't don't seen a Serbian film, don't ever. Are you kidding? <laughs> See it. It's fucking great. I, again, you're a child. That's a fantastic movie. There's nothing, there nothing in that movie that you actually see on camera that is offensive. That's well, Chris's, um, that is Chris's uh, comfort movie when he oh. just wants to wrap himself up in a blanket and curl, curl up in the couch and toss on a Serbian film to unwind. It is a, <laughs> it is a good film. It's not a, it's not a fun film. It's a good yeah. film. Oh, okay. It's like okay. Bad Lieutenant. It's a good film. Do you throw it on like, hey, let's all watch a movie? No. No, I'll be honest. <laughs> I have I saw it once in 2010 and I I have sort of flirted with the idea of revisiting it one more time to sort of and I just like a part of me is like, I just don't ever really need to see it again. So I have not done it. I, I just it's don't bother in you, isn't it? Uh, well, I'll tell you something. I was having tr- trouble revisiting it when I wasn't a father. It's a lot more difficult, probably being now, a father. You have a yeah, boy, right? I, I have. have. I have a boy and a girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll be therapeutic for you. Do it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, it's but. It's but do you know what line I'm referring to? Do you, do you know? I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's pretty fucking raw. <laughs> actually, there's another movie that was on Shutter for a while. It was called The Treatment, and that was pretty extreme as well. I don't know if you saw The Treatment. No, I don't, pretty don't brutal film. Really? Br- no, uh, brutal. Brutal for reals or brutal for you? I well, don't I don't. Well, I. I mean, listen. If it's not brutal for you, I might, I might look at you at little sideways, like, geez. I don't know because, first of all, Serbian film isn't brutal to me. Oh, well, it's not a good time, but you know, it's not brutal. It's like, no, right. it's only, you know, it's just <clears throat> a movie. You don't see anything in there that's disturbing. They you don't see anything that's you disturbing, don't. he says. There are no actual visuals. On the flip side, do you know what I think is on the flip side? Two films that I think are really great and that people hate because they call them misogynistic movies, but I actually think they're feminist films. Both of them, really, really great films. Well, maybe one's not a feminist film per se, but uh, talks about them, what do you think um, I'm going to say? What do you think I'm going to say? Guess. On your grave? No. Okay, what? One of them. Oh, last house. There's a lot. There's a you know, he's trying to do last house on the left in this film too. You know, all that stuff. Um, 
one of them is uh, Dead Girl. You ever see Dead so Girl? With the kids, will the kids find the zombie? Yeah. In the basement? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. And The Woman. All right. The Woman enough. is a feminist film. I guess. I don't know what that means, but okay. I mean, it's a film that it's a film it's it's a commentary on on i guess feminism and like feminine power is what i would categorize it as i can see that uh it, it's a brilliant film it's a really really good oh, film brilliant it's good yeah it, it's brilliant it's good brilliant around. yeah yeah, yeah. W- the woman brilliant brilliant i mean just really really good and and dead girl is pretty good if it, it could have been you know there's some things i, I think it could have been executed better in some ways well i wish they made the sequel the sequel was very interesting idea i read the script for that one that that was a very was interesting idea um dead girl 2 uh that was basically they find the dead girl except it's not two guys that find the dead girl it's a girl who finds the dead girl and then uses the dead girl in a bunch of very nefarious ways. And it just goes from there. And it's just really, it's actually far more twisted than the first film, I think, in many ways. Yeah, possible. Yeah. That, that, that film's... It's dark, dude. It's dark. Um, so, yeah, I would agree. I would say that, like, the... Uh, the the bigfoot was a pretty outrageous outrageously random i would almost say moment i mean this film tries to literally just throw in the kitchen sink of every like sub genre of like genre film you could imagine and i mean you get a little bit of everything right what did you like you you said a lot of things you don't like okay what did you like what 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 touched you okay so what I did like, as I said, the dialogue is so reminiscent to me of early John Waters films that for for actually when there was no violence and when there was no like ridiculous stuff happening and they were just like delivering ridiculous lines, I actually was really enjoying. I was I was really, really enjoying some of the dialogue. Um, and is there what else did I enjoy? Um, I guess. Some of the gore gags maybe were okay. Uh, you know what? I liked the um, I liked the naked chicks with the uh, with the monkey masks and the uh, the guns at the beginning. I they were they. I really enjoyed them, truly. So those are probably my uh, the parts of the movie that I found uh, the best. Oh, you have a freaking. Dude is doing cocaine in the shape of a swastika, and I just started bursting out into laughter at the at just at how stupid and ridiculous. Just so like, like I'm not even offended. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This is so stupid. Like, I just started laughing. It's I mean, that's what it, it's a great film. It's this is just so ridiculous. Oh my god, uh, I don't know. By the way, I know you're a fan of Black Devil Doll. Did you know that's getting a brand new release? I'm not a fan of Black Devil Doll. You said you were a fan of Black Devil Doll. No, I said I was a fan of Jenna watching Black Devil Doll. I did not like Black Devil Doll. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous like this movie? No, worse. I don't... 
Yeah, no. I mean, I'll support it because Sean made it, but I don't own it. I won't. No, the own original. It. There's the original Black oh, Album, not the newer one. I thought you're talking about the new one. Because no. that is, I thought it was getting another release. The original, it is. I don't know about a fan. It's it's good. Like it's. I don't know if it's good. Let me take that back. It's entertaining. I still don't own it, and I still won't own it. But I thought you're talking about the new one. How many? How many? Uh, physical releases would you say you own over four thousand? Close to five. Have you count? Ca- have you ever actually counted? Yeah, that's how I know. Um, you should. You need to do a whole thing where you just like uh, take us on a tour of your collection one day. If it was pretty, no. Oh, you don't have it all set up. Well, I have the Blu-ray set up, but not the DVDs yeah. and not the Laserdisc and not the VHS or anything else. Those so 5,000 5, altogether, everything, the mm-hmm. uh, or just 5,000 Blu-rays? No, 5,000 altogether. Okay. That's because you hear about guys that have like 5,000 VHS alone, and it's just like, uh, whoa. I have, you know, I have a life and stuff. I mean, listen, if I had I that much lying around, I would make a space. video store in my basement. That's why I have an office. If I didn't have the office space, yeah, this would probably be the movie room. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, no, I get I would it. Need dude. Another bedroom. I would need like four bedrooms to be able to do that. Oh, wouldn't wouldn't life be grand if we had four bedrooms just to sort of you know put this is the and you'd name what would you name the four rooms? I would have names for them. Like you know how Johnny Ramone he had like the Elvis room and he had like the. Uh, he had all the different rooms, so I would have like in Rocky Horror Picture Show, you have the Zen room. Like I would just have different rooms for different moods. So uh, I, I would like come up with names for all four. What would oh yours be? I don't know because I've never thought about doing anything like that. You'd have the fuck room, the kill room, uh, the sinful room, room. The, the sinful, sinful room. room. I, don't I know. think so. Name them. <laughs> I have to think about that. Yeah, get back to me. Let me know. That's I want to hear Arizona, so I can buy another house with like four or five rooms. I mean, you listen, you can't do that in California. You can't do that in California. I'll tell you, I, I've we've spoken about Arizona in the past. I, I'm a big fan of Arizona. Big fan, especially I like Tucson. I'm a big a fan of how cheap it is. <laughs> in Tucson, yeah, dude. No, I'm just talking about in general. Oh, in general. Yeah. Um, my my grandparents because it's the boonies. Is it my my grandparents grew up in the foothill or no? Never didn't grow up. I mean, they lived in. They had a house in the foothills. I grew up visiting them, and I loved. I just loved being out there. Uh, just really, really loved it a lot. Great place. Well, come on, visit. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Get in and out burger. There's an in and out a couple blocks up the street. Oh my, you lucky dog! Do you you go often or not really? No, you're I you're over it. You're a like, West Coaster. You're a West Coaster. West Coasters are over and we're like what in and out. Not a thing for. I mean, I'll have it on occasion, but you know I'm not all excited. Look yeah, but in-N-Out. East Coasters love in and out because we don't have it, so we love it when we get it. You know, uh, I get it. No, I get it. You like it's Shake like, Shack? You know you ever had Shake Shack? I, yes, I love Shake Shack. And you love Shake Shack. I, I, Shake Shack's down the street from me. I could give a fuck about Shake Shack. I could care less. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. See? Last on the tangent, let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. White Castle. Love it. 
can't fucking stand it. Bro, Crave Case? It's, it's, it to me is the Clam nastiest strips? food I've ever had. Oh, right yeah, now. it's nasty as fuck, dude. It's nasty then as why fuck. Why do you eat it? Why? Alcohol. What? You cut out. When you drink alcohol, you okay. are punishing your liver. Right? Okay. Okay. So you're not, as long as you're drinking something good, it tastes good. Right, right. But for me, or, you know, in general, if you're eating a Crave case, you're eating, I I like the taste of White Castle. So even though it's just absolutely the worst thing you could put in your body, I I literally don't like the taste. I, well, then I feel sorry for you because it's that great. When I went out there for the, um, for both shows, but, um, what was the first one? The Jersey show. Yeah. Who I was staying with, Tanner, if you know yeah. who Tanner is. Oh, of course I know Tanner. Well, Tanner, um, we stopped off and Tanner got like a whole bunch of uh White Castle. Yeah. And we got, you know, we got back to the hotel and it was just like I think I choked down one. It was your first time ever eating it? Yeah. I eat that shit. And I'll never touch it again. You know what happened to me yesterday? I went to McDonald's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ace, White Castle, yay or nay? Go on. I think Ace, Ace, you're you're an an LA guy too. You're a California guy as well. So I don't know if I can trust Ace's opinion as well as yours because you don't under, this is like an East Coast thing. Okay. Even though he might have been born over there. He might. He might. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that he's a California guy, but I don't know. Um, you know what happened? He says yuck. Ace, where Ace? Are you are you situated originally on on Cali coast or are you from the East Coast? It says White Castle Pass, haha. Yes, um, <laughs> he knows. That's why we're friends. The um, I'll tell you something. I went to McDonald's yesterday uh, to get a very very quick lunch because here's the thing: I don't ever eat McDonald's. But I do love McDonald's French fries, like uh, the best French fries in the fucking world. I love everybody. Kind of does. They are good. I haven't they are had it so, in twenty years, but they are they're good. so good you can't deny. It. And you know what happened the other day, like like what? two two weeks ago or something. When I went to see Scream, I got out of Scream, and I was right by a McDonald's. I said, you know what? I haven't had McDonald's French fries in a minute. I am going to get some McDonald's French fries and I ate those suckers and it was absolutely it was like the ambrosia of the gods so then I'm driving by McDonald's I'm like I need a quick lunch I need to go out and get a quick lunch I walked into McDonald's and I stood there looking at the the menu and I actually left I didn't get the McDonald's because I said to myself I was like this is really I mean this is just so bad for you it just destroys you like here I am again back at the McDonald's you know, it's terrible. Okay, born in Los Angeles, been in Nashville since 2020, though. I miss Del Taco, haha. They okay, don't have so Del Taco over there? I mean, hmm. I miss I feel King like Taco. Nashville, Nashville must have really good food, though. I don't know. I don't know either. I went, I went to Hooters the one time I was in Texas, and that was it. So, I don't know. I do not know. And I know that I know Nashville is not in Texas, just to be clear on that. I will say I'm very happy that Denver's airport is getting a Voodoo Donuts. And that's about as close as I get to Voodoo Donuts because my brother is in Breckenridge. And so we go out there 
from time to time to Colorado. And the next time I'm in Denver International Airport, I will be stopping off and trying Voodoo Donuts for the first time. I only like one of them, and that's just the whole chocolate, chocolatey one. Great I don't even know. Here, Del Taco in Tennessee, in Georgia, though, I try to eat a lot of fast. I tried not to eat a lot of fast food, but I love French fries. Yeah, dude, can't go wrong with French fries. I'll tell you something. I'm a big fan of Jelly Bellies, like the jelly beans. It's like probably my favorite candy in the world. And you know what? I wish they would license motherfucking oh. McDonald's French fried jelly beans would be the bomb. If you're a fan of the buttered popcorn jelly bean, then you know that a McDonald's French fry flavored jelly bean would be the ish. And then, uh, and then, hold on. Like a good idea. Okay, I'm holding on. It doesn't sound like a good idea. No, it's a great idea. And then, just to top it off, just to put the cherry on the top of the cake, you'd need some ketchup jelly beans to eat with the McDonald's French fry. So you'd have Heinz ketchup flavored jelly beans. It'd be a ratio of uh, one to four. So you'd have one ketchup jelly bean for every four French fry jelly beans. So okay. anyway, close. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the movie as a whole for Dear God? No. You <laughs> should watch it. It's fucking awesome. Is it good? Uh, it depends on your taste. Is it fun? Absolutely. Should it be watched? Absolutely. Should you watch it with a bunch of people and pizza and beer and whatever else? Yes. Is All there drinking games or drinking games galore? Your your reputation is on the line right now. I don't dude. I will always. I have your rep is always, on the yeah, line. It's fucking awesome. You if you your next you recommendation. Like if you like Killy, if you like bikers, if you like absurdity, if you like Bigfoot, dude, it has it all. I it's guess like the entire season of In Search of in one episode. If I, if I had seen that in a theater full of people, like at a fest or something, I think I would have had a much better time than seeing it alone by myself on this screen over here. Not this one. This one up here. That's that you fair. That's right? Fair. How many films? It. How many films does it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. How many films? Uh, are enhanced isn't it it's a it's a pro, it's a proven fact there are some films that are designed for the theatrical cinematic experience like for instance right. there's a movie where it has like a long drugged out dream sequence in the middle great example the bad batch a lot of people hate the bad batch if you see the bad batch in the theater that long drug dream sequence in the middle is awesome it's really cool to watch you watching that on a teeny tiny TV screen in your house while, you know, you're eating, you know, um, Shake Shack that you that you ordered on Uber Eats and yada, yada, yada. Like you're going to be like, what is this movie? I'm super annoyed. When's something going to happen? Like you have to be immersed. Um, Biz is asking if you work in the film industry and uh, that yeah. that. Okay. Yes, he does, and uh, they uh, Biz also digs your fashion sense. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So there you so go. This, one, this one's for you, sir. Knock him back. Knock him back. Ooh. Knock him back. Woo! What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you have slated up to watch the rest of the week? Anything good? Anything interesting? 
no, not really. Well, I'm going to go see Scream this weekend, but other than that, no, nothing comes to mind. I'm probably going to watch The Mandalorian again from scratch because Wednesday's episode was awesome, and it just reminds me that I have to watch a good show now. I just, uh, b- before my kids were uh, uh, demanding that I give them uh, goodnight kisses and things before they go to sleep, I was watching that episode of The Mandalorian. Did um, you finish it? Yes. The Mandalorian or Boba Fett? Uh, sorry, Boba Fett. Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to remember now, isn't there, it? I mean, they, and then of course, t- did you watch, hold on, I don't want to spoil it. Did you see Boba Fett as well? Have you seen all of it? Yeah, that's, well, that's oh, what I'm talking yeah. about. Right so, now. Well, because yeah. you said The Mandalorian. I was like, well, are you talking about well, The Mandalorian show or are you talking the about Mandalorian. The Mandalorian on the Book yeah. of Boba Fett? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revisit the whole Mandalorian both seasons because, yeah, that is the, you know, tangent real quick, but that is the, like, what the fuck are you doing? You told, you're telling us. Now, for, okay, first of all, do I like it? Yeah. I'm entertained. Why? Because it feels like Star Wars to me. But is it good? Kind of not really. And I think the problem, one, they're, they've got seven episodes. They spend four doing mostly flashbacks instead of moving the story forward. Not yeah. a good idea. Um, and then you've got three episodes left and they do a whole Mandalorian episode. Boba Fett doesn't even appear. It's nostalgia. It just reminds you, yeah. But it's like, remember, these were filmed like a year ago. What is your plan, and what were you thinking? Because there's three episodes left. We've mostly gone backwards a step forward, and then you're gonna lose an episode. You know. You know what? The Mandalorian, and it's a great. And here's the thing: it's such a good episode. Well, of course it is, because Mandalorian's a great show. So it just makes Boba Fett look even worse because now you're like, yeah. Here's my question to you. And this is what I think. I was talking about this a lot with Scream and just various different things. Star Wars mainly, Star Wars more than anything falls under under this line. But really anything that's like a requel is any, are we, is this stuff actually good? Or are we just enamored with the nostalgia bucks that they're throwing at us. Like they're just nostalgia here, nostalgia there. And we're like, oh, that story plot line is forgivable because they showed us the Millennium Falcon or they showed us the Naboo speeder or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we are we being um tricked with shiny candy? Um uh and, and for being more forgiving of story as a result. The Mandalorian is good. Boba Fett Though I like it and I'm entertained, is not good. I will flat out say it's yeah, not good. Yeah, but for those now. reasons that I just stated. No. Well, no, because I'm so I'm saying the Mandalorian is just a good show. Well, with yeah, that is I not would agree. a good show because the writing's just not there. There's storylines not good. And what it seems, and somebody said this, I, this isn't my theory, but I agree with it. I think uh, it was on Midnight's Edge is there was supposed to be a Boba Fett movie, and it looks like maybe they just took that whole thing and decided to make it into six episodes of a TV show and then throw in some Mandalorian filler in there, and they're trying to figure out how to make that work. What I think is that you already have a Boba Fett TV show. Everything that we wanted from Boba Fett in our head, the way we thought he was, Din Djarin is. Yeah. 
you don't need two of him. So they're like, well, let's do something different with him. I don't know, but that, okay, not a good idea. And then on top of it, they've really made him weak and not cool. You know what I mean? Like, he has a dejection. Fennec well, does more but than he, he never, but, but that's the, that's the whole irony. But, that's the comedy of the original oh, series I, is that. I know, I know what you're saying. I know this, yeah. but, but that's not what the fans want to see. And right. that's not what the books have showed or any of the dark horse comics. They, they have not showed you that they've given I'll tell you, you something. A, a he was badass. badass. So that's what people know. They know the books, they know the comics are at the very least, they know the the image and the legend that's been built up over the years, and they're not delivering on it at all. Um, Biz is not a guy. She is a girl. Just clarify. Okay. Did I call her a guy? I don't think uh, so. Yes. Before, oh. I think. Maybe. I'm yes. sorry, Biz, if I did. Sorry, Biz. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I know I agree with you. But like, for instance, I, I actually think you you verbalized it really well. You said the uh, that the story just keeps going backwards; it's not being propelled forwards. Um, yes, I would say that's what's wrong with the story. But then they're like, "Here's a rancor. Here's some job of the Hutzeses," you know, and we're like, "Ooh, <laughs> we're like, well, it's, it's we're like, fun, Ooh. you know, <laughs> it's fun." And I take it. Remember what I told you in the beginning. Judge a show, judge a movie on what it's trying to be, not on what you want it to be. So I, I can enjoy it, but I, I like can point that, Chris. That flaws. Chris, I love that philosophy of yours, but I think sometimes you sometimes you align yourself with it, and then other times you don't. When it's something you don't like, that philosophy goes out the window. Well, no, I like the show, but I can I can be critical of it, and I can say this doesn't work, that doesn't work. But you yeah. know what? Every Wednesday, I enjoy it. I'm happy there's a new yeah. episode. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's just, you can sit there and go, oh, this is, what are you guys doing? What, what <laughs> is your favorite? Pain, but what are you doing? What is your favorite part of? Um, it's a ranker. <laughs> ranker. <laughs> it is great, dude. You're just like, uh, uh, yeah, that's great. Great. That's literally what happens because you're sitting there going, hey, this isn't very good. And then they, they literally go, hey, here's a rancor. You're like, what? Here's <laughs> a Wookiee. What? Yeah. They're like, here's a Wookiee and he's a bounty hunter. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, or like, you know, um, and then they have like the Power Ranger kids on their like Vespas. <laughs> I don't know. What pe I have no problem with them. I don't. I, I don't I have any problem this, either, but I, it's kind well, of goofy. It's a little though. goofy. I will say this. It's a little goofy for Star Wars, but it's fun. I, I don't mind it. And the doctor that he takes her to, the quote, you know, I'll say cyberpunky ripper doc that he takes her to feels more cyberpunk than Star Wars. So I didn't note that. It's like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. And so I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I can point out the things that are like, I have questions. I have creative questions. <laughs> but overall, I'm entertained. Really. I you will know. say, I know this was publicly discussed a lot online. Like the fact that Patton Oswalt kind of like predicted like what like the act like what they actually ended up doing in, in uh Book of Boba Fett, which I thought was kind of funny. Did he really? Oh yeah. Do you have okay? So there's a video from 2013 
where Pat, cause Patton Oswalt's a huge, like, you know, nerd and like loves all this stuff. And, um, he's doing something for a, I forgot what show it was, a sitcom or something. And he, he like basically pitches what he would want for a new star Wars film, something like that. And then somebody put the, the first episode of book of Boba Fett against what Patton Oswalt had said like nine years earlier. And it's like beat for beat, like the same thing or something. It's like really funny. Like Patton Oswalt's it's like, now imagine Boba Fett's hand rising up out of the, the, the sands of the dune sea. And the, it, literally that is what happened. So it's like Robert Rodriguez was like, Hmm, Patton Oswalt, good idea there. That's a good or, idea. Uh, yeah. 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 But I, I mean, I listen, I, it's fun. not, it's not hard to guess. Like we, we had, there was plenty of literature about like how Boba Fett escapes for years, like that he escaped the Sarlacc pit and, I mean, how many different ways do you escape a Scarlet Pit anyway? So it's not like it's not like a multiple choice interpretation. Like you, you, you. <laughs> there's only one way out of the Sarlacc Pit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that's no. I hear you. I think that is the other problem with Boba Fett. It's kind of like in horror. You know, yeah. Once you start exploring the villain, the monster, the slasher, it loses all its mystique, and we don't care anymore, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we've done with Boba Fett. It's like he's always got his helmet off. We know him as a person. We've seen his struggles with life. We don't care anymore. Now. I'll be honest with you. I I was, uh, you know, a part of me was like, oh, do I like the the Tuscan Raider like backstory thing? I don't. I did not really care. I just oh. felt like filler. I was kind of not into it. I was like, just sort of like, eh, okay. I was into it, but I wanted to move past it because I wanted to keep going forward. Yeah, give us you one know, episode. Give on. us one episode with the with the Tuscan Raider thing and move forward. It was like fucking the whole like thing could have been done in, in one, maybe two. Yeah, I agree with you, but not four. Oh my god, they just I kept absolutely biz. It, absolutely, and that's part of the problem. The the books, you know, is awesome. <laughs> You know, the comic appearances he's had for Dark Horse and all that stuff has been awesome, too. Mm. But it does, he does not work as a main character in his own show, especially when we already no. have the Bullet show. With a you have characters. Other. Listen, you have characters that are there to support and you have characters that are there to be the centerpiece. And some some supporting characters are, you know, even though you could flesh out uh, a backstory for any character in general. And they've done that. They've done a good job of that in certain aspects with certain properties and IPs. In this case, it it do, it really does not work for Boba Fett very well. I mean, or at least if you were give him what that uh, the the Mando has, right? Uh, just give right. Mando like again, as you you said it well. You don't need two of the same thing happening. You just don't. And, or at least have Boba just show up in the Mando. I mean, we all knew that at some point, if they're making a show called The Mandalorian, that Boba Fett has to show up. Like, and it was ridiculous. awesome he did, which was yeah, also was Robert great. Rodriguez, that episode where, you know, right. full regalia, he's here. And Grogu. Was, you know, Were you, question, how did you feel? Um, what Did you feel a, 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 any kind of catharsis when Luke comes in at the end of Mando season of two? I did. It was emotional. Yeah, you know, I saw Star Wars in the theater in '77, so yeah, I you know fuck, I sat. Yeah, but it was like Return of the Jedi, Luke, which was so well, awesome to me. You know, it wasn't it was like cool. 
it wasn't like old Luke who was just like crabby and well, shit. It was like that was our five Luke from years Star Wars. After yeah. Jedi. So you no, know, I you know, yeah. I loved it completely. And I'm curious as to what they're gonna do with this, because you know there are rumors, so we'll see. I am um, really hoping those rumors are true because I, I it, it would give if you if you pass that baton, if you pass that baton, then suddenly you have an IP with legs. I mean, you can make a, a centerpiece show and you have 30 years because unfortunately Disney is never going to not make those films canon, but you have 30 years to play with that character and go all sorts of places if you want to and sort of have him live his whole life in those 30 years um, before we have to deal with what, uh, that sequel trilogy did, you know. Um, I I don't even count those, but that's, you know, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and you want to know something too? I hope that they. I've heard. Here's the last thing, and I, I we have to wrap this up. I have to get going. Um, okay. The the um I heard, I've heard from several different sources, and I I don't think any of this is reputable, but I've heard that they want John Favreau. <laughs> to tinker with those new star Wars films that there's tons of footage that was never seen that that was never used and to sort of retool them into like extended versions meant specifically for Disney plus that kind of uh, rewrite the star Wars Canon uh, the sequel Canon. And I hope that's true. It sounds from a business standpoint, something that would be feasible and might've been thrown out there. Uh, we don't know how true it is, but it's something that, like, okay, that could happen. Could it be true? Yes. It's not like that other dumb bullshit, like, remake the sequel trilogy. Well, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. But that's what I'm saying, is that this stuff sounds like it's within the realm of possibility. Let me ask you this question. I don't know anything about it, but... Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Yeah. You would imagine. I don't know what the the the, the budgets were, but it's my understanding. I mean, they they've spent they've spent tens of millions of dollars, like on this Mando show, right? Like they've spent a lot of money making these shows, right? Yeah, to You would imagine. You would imagine that with all the shows that they are throwing at Disney Plus, that they would go, okay, here's. $30 million, go back into The Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, and here, here's carte blanche with all the footage that we got, because we own everything, like we have everything, and retool these motherfuckers until they feel like a cohesive, singular trilogy oversaw by a singular vision like a showrunner. And you give that to John Favreau, and I just I could totally see them. And then you throw them out there as like the updated editions, because here's the thing: Star Wars fans are super familiar with updated editions of their movies, whether they like them or oh, not. They would, buy it. They, would, they, would buy would, it. they totally, and they would be able to sell them on disc. I'm sure people would buy it, and oh. you know, just again to them. They're desensitized to the idea of tinkering with something, especially something that maybe they feel uh, conflicted about or don't like. So, no, I agree. Check out Biz's comment. Yeah, you either go in, you either go out one end of the Sarlacc or you go out the ahem, other end. Yes. And I got to tell you, when 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 Boba Fett takes the slave one into the mouth of the of the Sarlacc, I was like. 
oh nice they uh they they did away with that goofy ass uh you know dick mouth and no no they didn't it's still no, there, there was. i was like damn it it's not as pronounced yeah, i'll tell you you know what the you know what the biggest crime against the original trilogy was out of everything? What's the singular I don't thing? Know, there's a lot. If you had to Besides, pick one thing that really was just fucking like atrociously horrible that you could cut out of the new stuff they did in the Star Wars special edition, what would it be? One thing. Greedo shooting first. You know what? It's it's character assassination. It's character assassination and it's sacrosanct, but you know what? I would leave that in. Do you know what I would take out? What? That fucking goofy ass cartoon frog and no, oh, not frog. Yeah. That, well, the that beginning of Yeah, the begin that that little that little the dance number. Yeah, the yeah. dance number, I would cut that out so hard. That's the one thing. You say, Jeff, you only get to change one thing that Lucas had added on in the original trilogy. One thing. And you say, Jeff, what about Greedo? Gr Gre you have to do Greedo. No. No. Fucking that Return of the Jedi fucking cartoon bullshit. I would cut that shit out so fast. I know. I, I agree. I just so like bad. Jedi. I, I ignore Jedi too because I don't like that movie. It's either. my favorite one, so it has oh, to be it restored. Is. It has to be restored, Christopher. You know how you restore it? You cut out all that stupid Christopher. bullshit. You do the original script that took place on the Wookiee home world. Not Christopher, the fucking teddy we got bear. That. Christopher, we got it already in Re no, Revenge of the Synth. They did it. That was stupid. I didn't watch that movie. Yes, you did. No, I didn't watch it. Yes, you did, Christopher. Never, Christopher, yeah, you I watched, watched it. it. <laughs> I don't Let's... own it. That's how bad it is. We bought the first two, didn't buy that third one. It was such an atrocious piece. That, of Revenge of the Sith is the best of that those prequel films. And you know what? There's a whole generation that loves those those three films. Not saying that's me. I'm saying there's a whole generation that does. Yeah, they don't count. They're not Love them. people. Um, listen, this is uh, yes. really, uh, I really had a fun time talking about, dear God, no, we really talked about it a lot in this episode. I mean, the majority of the episode was spent discussing the nuances of, oh, shut up. of the, it's of not the, a deep film, but no, it's, it's not, time. no, it's not, it's not a deep film. We'll turn, tune in next week for a deep pick from me. It's my turn to pick. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to watch. I'm going to talk with Chris and we're going to we're going to get on the same page and watch something. So we really appreciate you uh, joining us for this evening and this conversation. I love chatting with Christopher. We have good conversations. Can you believe what episode number is this already? This is what, 15, I think? Something we've done 15 episodes. It's kind of amazing. I can't believe right? we've gotten this far. It's good. I'm, I love it. I'm so happy. Um. And so we'll see you next time. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Go follow, because he can't subscribe to his channel right now. Go follow Chris on his Sinful Celluloid Instagram pages. He's got two of them. And um, we'll see you. We'll see you next week. Uh, Chris, do you want to take us out with your uh, uh, <laughs> piece, Rue? <laughs> yes, it's the new one, Chris. You have to do the new one. I... Come on. Oh, look, it. there's Rue here at the end. I know. Rue is always Rue is always here. He's just he's just um lurking in the shadows and then at the very end of streams cuz he's like busy, he's at work or something. Um he might be he might be at work and stuff so he can't really participate, but he's always listening and he always has to pop in and say uh goodbye and let us know that he was here and it warms my heart. 
I love it. He says, Peace very true. And hair grease. Peace and hair grease. <laughs> 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 <laughs>